What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the Tea and Cognac session. This is your girl O'Brien, aka OB, aka O, coming to you with episode five. Today's topic: Growing Up Melanated. Well, 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 as we just continue to pull the layers back and unfold our troops and really just be honest with ourselves, this shit's fucked up. (laughs) Oops, a profanity before one minute flat. Man, these topics, generational curses, um... Again, and I I have to reiterate how often I've talked about it because this is not new. We've been talking about it. This is season three. So in season one and season two, I went all up and through and down there with generational curses, the different dynamics, how many rabbit holes really take us to different aspects and perspectives and, and traumas, experiences, just a whole different level. So, uh, if growing up black, growing up melanated, it wasn't enough that you had uh, parental whatever differences between the siblings and, you know, the demasculation of the young man and just a real disconnect in the melanated community. But uh, like I said, this shit starts at the house. This this is learned at home. So, uh were you able to express yourself? Did you have a voice? Were you able to tell your parents how you felt? What was wrong? Uh, most of us were seen but not heard. I come from the generation of you. You do not talk back. You do not argue with your elder or your parent. No matter how wrong they are. No matter how disrespectful they become. You, my friend, are supposed to keep a... Whatever straight face, no lip, no talking back, none of that shit's going on, right? They do not appreciate this new generation of millennials. We talk back. We letting you know when you disrespectful because we usually disrespectful back. And um, there's no shame in expressing ourselves. But what happened in my childhood, I didn't have a voice. I didn't even know I didn't have a voice until I got older. But freedom of expression. Started thinking about gender roles. You know, I was a tomboy. I uh, typically like playing with boy stuff. Now, doesn't mean I wanted to become a boy. Definitely meant I would wear tennis shoes over heels any day. I would wear shorts, basketball shorts jogging pants sweatpants any of that before the dress or the heels i was never interested in that in my adolescence so i was identified as the tomboy but see my brothers and other family members and whatnot they dare not touch any girl anything because they were deemed fag um not to be derogatory or uh, disrespectful to anyone but that word was tossed around quite often if your your sons or your nephews or your male uh persons was interested in makeup heels dressing up and whatnot so my question really became you know how what kind of parent did you grow up with like i said I didn't have a voice in the, in the aspect of I could talk back. I was expected as the eldest of my mother's three children 
to be responsible, to take care of a lot of things with no argument, no disagreement, no problem. So, um, the difference in my brothers were they were not. They were not held to the same standard. They were not held to the same expectations. That's typically what's going on in your black children's, you know, dynamic. Uh, the eldest is responsible for the smaller ones and you know expression was just something like I said I played dress up I did that with my cousins and whatnot but I I remember mostly being able to do what I wanted to do for the most part playing basketball riding bikes stuff like that but then every once in a while I would want to do something that my brothers could do that I couldn't and they would get very adamant about I'm a girl and I can't do that so at an early age you you know your self-expression is uh hindered stopped interfered whatever word you want to lay up there but uh we we know who we are at a very young age but we tend to have parents that try to tell us who we are or who we aren't and you know, it, it opens the door to a lot of things when you ask a child who do they want to be, who do they think they are, and when you don't think you can really be honest about that, different things, sexuality, um, you know, do, do I feel like I don't, I'm not who I should be, different things not being discussed and kept secret, Man, I cannot express in words. I don't know outside of the tears that I shed, but when when you don't get to say or tell who you are, when when your voice is taken from you uh, at a very young age, it is very hard as an adult to really express yourself because we were taught as children it was wrong that's not who you are that's not who I'm raising you to be that is not the expectations I have for you all these different things and now you're worried about being validated by your parents and being you know making your parents proud you you are worried about what people think and when you shouldn't be because I've said it before, the three F's are, if they're not fucking you, financing you, and feeding you, and they need to be doing two of the three, because one anymore is not getting it. Two of the three uh, need to be going on before somebody can be claiming a an authority, uh, or they feel like their opinion is that valid in what you're doing and whatnot. They really need to be contributing to you. They really need to have earned that that what I call privilege to speak on somebody else's um, expression. So, reeling it back in as children, we are we are kept quiet. We are not allowed to be ourselves. We don't know who we are, and a lot of us didn't have someone to coach us and really help us navigate becoming an adult. You had your rules. You did what you were told, and that's pretty much it. In all of that, I would recognize, you know, the need for being validated, the insecurity, shame for being dark skinned, shame for having buck teeth, shame for a lot of things in my adolescence that had profound effect on me. And now as an adult woman, I'm, I'm caring less, but there's still this 
thing that happens on occasion where I still care. I don't want to. I do my best not to. But somehow I'm still caught up being worried about what other people think. Still needing validated. At 35 years old, not being able to go to my biological parents for this, this has been one of the um, hardest challenges to overcome. But I thought growing up black, you know, and again, we talked about the mama daughter dynamic, not being able to effectively and respectfully communicate our thoughts, emotions and experiences for whatever reason is becoming harder and harder. I will not put all the blame on the other side. I'm going to take accountability for not being able to just sit there and not react. I am still in that place of I am lashing out and tearing shit up. <laughs> not not physically, not literally, but I, you know, I have triggers that are some serious, delicate topics. And recently, a lot of them had resurfaced, reconnecting with some old family members, some old, um, my parents are divorced, so some of that old family branch that I don't speak to or see regularly, I saw, and it triggered some really bad things that I completely forgot about, um, stuck in the closet somewhere, and did just, like, like I've said before, seeds grow in the dark, so I didn't even know certain things were still growing um, that I hadn't addressed but a lot of my childhood hang-ups I've pushed down and really truly forgot what I really want to encourage the melanated community to really seek and and get familiar with it's called the ACES score adversity score it's literally tallying each incident in your in your life that had profound effect whether it was physical uh domestic violence you went hungry you were a latchkey kid like what were you neglected uh did you have you know abusers physically verbally like it's scoring all of this shit and the most the most shocking thing is most of us score more than four or five points that means you have four or five different aspects from just your youth alone like early upbringing that you can remember and it had profound effect on you you never forgot and it created different different shit for you so if you couldn't express yourself if you really couldn't tell your parents that you were gay and you knew that about yourself at a very young age you grew up trying to protect them and not knowing how to protect you and speaking at 35 years old, it's it's the damnedest thing. Now, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to advocate for homosexuality. I'm not here. That's not my fight. That's not my argument. What I will say, as a heterosexual woman, I would like to have grandbabies biologically come from my son. Meaning, I would like him to find him another melanated woman. I don't care what shade, but a melanated woman, please. And you you keep the bloodline going, kiddo. Now, I understand that's a lot of pressure to be whatever and do whatever, but I also will give him all the information. So if you're gay, I need you to understand what that really is and have you really experienced that. And for the most part, 
12 and 13 years old, if they're sexually active, that's a different world I'm not from. Excuse me. But, you know, if you're already active and experienced it and know that you like it, then shit. Hey, what can I say about it? But, for instance, I have a a 12-year-old going on, 13-year-old that is not sexually active. Now, we might have some curiosity going on about girls and whatnot, but the, the Pandora's box has not been opened. That's because... I've been very adamant and careful as best I could to protect him from shit he was not ready for. Age appropriate. But we've exposed our kids to so much shit in 2021 and not having real conversations about identity and feelings and emotions and how to articulate those things without rage or shame or any of those things right it's a whole it's a whole aspect that I didn't hear nothing about and I'm just 30 something and now I'm finding out so what is our job as a parent well my parents had the expectation that I would grow up to be exactly like them I would do what they do, I would listen to what they do, and I would take what they say as law forever. Well, that was cool up until about 25, 26, and now I'm starting to, wait a minute, you're law? Mm, No, you're not law no more. And as a matter of fact, I don't hold my breath no more for your answer or your response or your thoughts because it don't have that much merit anymore because, see, those years of you trying to mold me into who you want to be, those years are gone. See, that time has passed. So as parents, as a parent, I want to give sir the information. I want him to have all the facts and knowing what it is to be an adult and navigating this shit. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to have all the answers, but I want him to be emotionally prepared for a lot of this shit that come out here. Also want to uh, help him understand what it is in his different roles that he's going to go into as far as being a husband, a father, these different things that happen with adulthood. Are you getting any coaching? Are you are you being told any of this in your upbringing? Hell no. See, first off, I was taught how to be an independent woman all day, every day. I take care of myself very well. But it got to a place where you you can't have the independent attitude and still have the wife attitude. You kind of need to decide which lane you in. Having it all ain't really working out you know is it and i'm just kind of noticing just with my immediate real life not tv shit not movie shit real deal what's going on in the world we don't want to face the reality of what's been passed down generation to generation the real toxic hurt that has just it's just we live and breathe it daily so you know the mama daughter thing that turns into the angry black woman why are women angry why are black women not trusting of their men well for me personally every man in my childhood basically disappointed me or abandoned me so you know I got real issues with trust and what uh you know what my role is with a man It's taken me to really understand some of my walls and why I'm not willing to be vulnerable, why I won't let people 
kind of take the lead, so to speak, is because I didn't have trustworthy examples. And what, what we tend to do is try to compare other, you know, women and, you know, a man is quick to tell you what this one will do for them and what the other one didn't do and all that shit. And as we get into this race card and we get into the American history, this is spiritual warfare, folks. And it started as a little bitty person. You've been under attack for so long, but your parents didn't know to have these certain conversations about your identity, who you are becoming, your self-worth, your self-image. They were busy keeping the skeletons in the closet. Now, we are not going to attack our parents because, look, most of them did the best they could with what they had. But a lot of them didn't even bother to do research or try to do any better any damn way so it's like when you didn't go look and go find out for yourself i guess they expected somebody to teach it to their kids maybe the public school system i don't know (laughs) but many people involved failed epically so we got generations of folk out here just really confused and miseducated on the dynamics of what a healthy relationship is and how it's supposed to be as a melanated heterosexual mother I'm not too quick to talk about other races and what they do and what they not willing to do. Because I'm going to tell you right now, my experience has been some kind of way. So, of course, I naturally act some type of way. But you will never meet another O'Brien. I promise. (laughs) If we can just get the communication. And it's simple. I know it's got quite a few characters in there, but it's a simple definition. Clear and simple verbal speech. So when we're using clear and simple verbal speech to articulate, we can then look at words like accountability, validation, expression, self-worth, self-image did you have somebody filling your cup up as a little boy or as a little girl telling that you telling you you were enough you were beautiful as you were whether you were you male and you, your penis is coming from your body or you female and you got a vagina you are perfect exactly how you are or did you grow up hearing how you didn't look right how you weren't pretty enough how you weren't good enough and you heard this shit from childhood and now as an adult you don't know what to make of what because you're conflicted our society does have gender roles i personally appreciate some shit you know i'm I'm a woman, so I naturally want my man to be masculine, strong, hold my door, hold my arm, escort me to the bed, to the whatever, the door, whatever. I'm I'm spoiled as hell, I ain't gonna lie. So, all these things that I did not learn as a, as a little girl, now I'm having to learn as an adult. And I think I felt just a moment of shame when I realized I I didn't know because I wasn't taught. Growing up black, there's something to be said about some shit. The secrets we've had to keep, a lot of my secrets I held on until adulthood. And so now I'm just 
you know, just oozing over with truths and and secrets and shit. I can't take no more. (laughs) I'm over it. I don't want to be nobody else's gatekeeper or or protector of the 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 bad information. I used to do that for my brothers, uh, you know, go telling and whatever. I don't know. I am tired, and I don't want my son to go down this same broke, jacked up road that I really have just drug my feet on for so long now. So it's um. It's a lot. This this topic is a lot. It's uh, different angles. I'm sure I'll have another episode about generational curses because I really want to get into the critical uh, race thinking and the history of America. Like they have broken our men down to the point we don't have masculinity. It's in very very small doses. Um, and we don't understand why, why is it being normalized to just be everybody's feminine now? Everybody's a girl. No, that's it's, we didn't have conversations about it as a child. You couldn't be expressive on why you didn't feel a certain way or why you did. Why did you want to play in mom's makeup? Why did you want to dress up in dad's whatever it is? We couldn't talk about it. But in today's time, we can talk about it. Now, it's going to be hard and it's going to be hurtful. But the first step to this shit is admitting it. And so once I'm once I really accept that, that's where it starts. Me admitting it. And if I got to be the only one to be honest about some shit, then that's what it look like it's going to be. Because I be damn, I can't hold the secrets no more. The insecurity is loud confidence you don't even have to speak on that shit i want my son to walk with confidence even flawed imperfect i need him to own his shit because he already the bomb and not even 13 years old yet so i'm already working on breaking generational curses my mom she started the ball rolling when she understood our family doesn't say I love you. She would implement that into her family. That's what it's about. You're breaking the old shit. You're you okay? So your mom was abusive and didn't let you have a voice and didn't let you be seen and didn't support you and didn't was not your cheerleader. Then for me, I got to be Sir's cheerleader because it had I had that, I would have been a better person at a very younger age. I wouldn't have went down some of this shit just because I would have been supported the way I needed. But apparently nobody either knew how or was not willing to learn. We got to be the difference, guys. The millennials and after. What is your job as a parent? And like I said, growing up black in the 90s, 80s and 70s, you saw some shit. It wasn't healthy. It's fucked us up. And we are jacked up collectively. The only thing I know to do is work on the communication piece. So people aren't getting triggered and and upset at the slightest things. You know, you got to make safe places and you got to create some fucking boundaries because... 
when people aren't respecting your boundaries, it's just chaos. And it doesn't give you the right to just act a fool, but it definitely, it, it just happens. They can't respect your line, your boundary. They're going to keep pushing. They're going to keep talking shit. Next thing you know, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> you know, growing up black. I didn't have a voice as a kid. You telling me to shut the fuck up and be quiet or whatever. And now as a grown woman, out talk me? Shit. You know? So it's... Look, a lot of growing up taking place, man. When you're honest about it, you can get somewhere about it. But we too busy worried about what other people think. Too busy keeping the secrets. Man, screw all that. I want to know who I am know thyself and um pass what i know and give it to sir and and i'm hoping he can use most of it i'm not gonna shove it down his throat but i'm definitely gonna pull him to the side on occasion like okay a b c d and i'm gonna expect him to be on some efgh or whatever (laughs) you know it's real deal i need him to not be 35 not knowing what the fuck going on so let's make some changes. I'm going to keep talking. Somebody going to eventually listen. I see y'all. Uh, you on Facebook and you, you know, you're hitting me up. A couple of homies is calling. That, that last episode ruffled some feathers, baby. I got a lot of feedback from that one. It's like, yeah, because we're not talking about the hurt and the pain and why some of us are got this real need for attention and what we're doing to get it and Oh my God, nobody know who they are. They just following along with some TV. Yeah, everybody wanted to be that Kardashian and shit. Uh, they getting divorced, right? Oops. So it's like, you know, everybody followed the TV, celebrities and idols and whatnot. Now we shocked that everybody getting divorced and shit's falling apart and get out of here. I'm not, I'm not at all. Not shocked, not, not in the least. Um, it is what it is. When you are built on a faulty foundation, eventually the shit gonna crumble. America is eventually going to crumble. This might very well be what we're witnessing. The crumbling of our country. You better buckle up. You're supposed to be working on your family, your faith, and your money. That's 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 it. Anything outside of that ain't got no room over here. I don't want to hear it. I'm quick to block people. I don't care for blood or not. You hear me? Soon as you keep going and you act like you ain't hearing me or you out talking me, boundaries. I'll block your ass. Now I'll unblock you eventually, but look, if I'm telling you this is what it is for me, and you're gonna keep telling me how it ain't, what the fuck I'ma still argue with you for? I'm not your child. So that's where the parenting, what is the parent's job? You're supposed to raise your children and nurture your children and give your provide your children safe places to connect with their identity and become who they need to be, not who you want them to be. That's hard, but that's the truth. So as you are a gay couple versus heterosexual couple expression, and we got to create safe spaces for our children to be able to express themselves. Otherwise, they go out into the world with these damn tantrums and shit. And now we don't know. We can't tell what the fuck. I've seen some shit out here in Springfield. Now, it's my own kinfolk I be seeing. And I'm like, God damn. 
Well, I know why they're that way. I watched all the abuse and all the fucked upness and that this is what it's led up to. Mm. So, okay. This one went a little longer. Like I said, these about generational curses and, you know, the American, the black American experience. These shits are going to run long. (laughs) This is not no short, sweet topic. This shit's deep, hurts, painful. And um, it's going to take us to really just dig into it and just keep going. So that's what I'm going to do. So, all right. That is it. Hit me up. Let me know what you think. Drop some comments. Uh, You know me, the Jill of most trades. Facebook, OSD, the Melanin Initiative. Still plugging away, but still really just wanting to work on my own family and what that looks like for me. So I'm, I'm moving a little different, guys, and I suggest you do the same. Keep prayer in your daily regiment. Like, real deal. Pray, sage, and don't leave your house before doing any of it because the enemy is at your door. This is a spiritual war. This is a fight over your mind. Once you lose your mind, you do not get it back. I need you to trust that. So, all right, stay tuned. I'll be back with another one. Thanks for listening. And uh, know that you have favor out here. Peace.